Hello, 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 and welcome to this topical life. Today, I am your host, Tiffany Murphy, and your guest. And I did not expect it, to be honest, because last week, Rachel and I had recorded a podcast, and unfortunately, something was not plugged in, and I sounded like I was talking out of a box, and to spare you the sound in which it could not be fixed, Rachel and I decided to delete that episode, which is super sad for you guys. It was really great for me and Rachel to talk about stuff for two hours or, you know, all that. But maybe going through that helped us to get to this this today. And today I do have a very important topic to talk about, and I'll get to that in a second. Well, actually, you know what? I'll say it right now. We're going to talk about burnout, y'all. Burn out. And thanks to Gina Perkins this morning, she messaged me the podcast by Glennon Doyle uh, called like, I don't know, I forget the name. Oh, gosh. See, when I'm on the spot, I don't. I'm terrible. That's on the spot. Don't do on the spot. I can do hard things, something like that. But the podcast is on burnout. And so she had texted me and was like, hey, looks like we were kind of on to something. And if you don't know, a couple of weeks ago, her and I were talking about her daughter with type 1 diabetes. And we talked about how towards the end, we were talking about how apathetic we felt about life. Like it just kind of came out of what we were talking about. Um, I guess like kind of off off topic, but not not totally off topic. But we both kind of were relating to the fact that I just didn't really feel very much and she didn't either. And it was like, why are we feeling like we're not depressed, but we are kind of like not happy or not feeling the the excitement that life has to offer or those moments that are supposed to be kind of fun and you're kind of like, eh, okay, you know, that kind of stuff. And so we kind of walked away with feeling like, okay, we definitely feel apathetic, but we don't feel depressed. And the reason why I think her and I really connect on the depression part because excuse me both of us have talked about what it's like when we are depressed and so when you know to recognize depression in yourself you know when it's not depression and so with that it was kind of like well I don't not feel like I want to get out of bed I feel like I have energy but I also feel like I have no feelings (laughs) and so we were both kind of just like huh that's weird. And so apparently we were onto something because if Glennon Doyle talks about it, then everyone's feeling it. No, I'm just kidding. But she is pretty, she's pretty on point. And I have a feeling that this is kind of going to unravel because if you haven't realized COVID has done a number on all of us, not just COVID, but politics, uh, racial stuff. I mean, you name it, we're dealing with it or have heard of it, or it has affected us, or we have felt certain things over and over and over and over again to the point where we have no feelings left. Usually, usually it tends to happen, the emotional part of it happens more more often than not, the nurture in the family, which usually tends to be the woman. And so here we are, we've been caring and caring and caring and caring. And all of a sudden, we're like, hey, everything seems to be going okay. And yet I don't give a crap. So where does that mean? And it's a letdown. It's a letdown because as soon as things get to, got back to somewhat called normal, which it's not really normal, but just in this new normal, we were kind of feeling like, oh, we should be excited or things are back or things are happening. And it's actually, I felt kind of the opposite. I mean, I don't feel as bad as I did when we were in seclusion, but I definitely feel emotionless and it hurts. 
not completely emotionless. I would just say my attitude feels that way. My attitude. And so with that, and listening to the podcast, I immediately listened to it. And I felt like, oh, wow, this is definitely how I'm feeling. And so some of the verbiage I'm going to talk about is basically from that podcast. But I will definitely be linking that podcast to this podcast because they're going to say it a lot better than I ever will. But I am adding one component, which I don't feel like was really addressed, or maybe they will a different time. And that was the faith component into dealing with burnout. So first, how do you identify burnout? Well, there's many different ways to identify burnout. But usually it's uh, it tend, like there's emotional exhaustion, there's depersonalization, and there is a feeling of that anything you do won't make a difference. And usually that part is tends to lie more with a with a guy feeling burnout. But what I think is relatable a lot, I think with women right now, or the nurture of the family would be the emotional burnout. What is that exactly? Well, in the podcast that I listened to, it said, you know, if you want to like a real simple version of it, like simple, 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 it's like you're eating pie. And then the pie keeps coming and you're having to eat it. The pie keeps coming and you're in a contest and you're eating it and the pie keeps coming and it's not stopping. That is kind of what it feels like because you are a caretaker and you are aware of your surroundings and yet you have no control of it stopping. And so you're just kind of like apathetic to the whole thing. Like you're just kind of numb, essentially. Um, and how do you get that back? And how does it even come to be? So yeah, you can say caring and all that kind of stuff. But obviously, there's underlying things even with that. And that is stress. Stress, 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 stress. So you got the stress that's already living in you. And you have the stress that's coming at you all the time. Okay. And so that's not going to go away. So here you are, these past few years, And if you haven't felt the way that I'm talking about, you might know someone who will. And I know that there's different levels of this, but I'm, I'm speaking from my experience because I felt like I needed to get on here and talk about it for my own sanity. So maybe it will help your sanity, which I've said in the past, but it's to spread hope y'all. And I'm, and I'm, and I'm being raw with you because why am I being raw with you? I'm being raw with you because I feel like when people are vulnerable and real, then people feel loved and accepted. And that's what I want for you. And that's what I want for me. So little side note with that, but stressors. Okay, well, then you say, okay, well, how do I get rid of stress? Right? Okay, I want to get my life back. I want to get out of burnout. How do I do that? Well, that's the tricky part is that how did the stress come to be? Well, there's the like the traumatic stress, which I know I have felt and when you feel traumatic stress, it's like freeze, flight, flee kind of thing. And I'm sure you felt some of those at all different points. I think for me right now, I'm kind of frozen and that's not my typical reaction to things. Uh, Probably because in some ways I feel like being frozen is weak and I'm not a weak type. And so, well... I don't know about that, but I'm just saying I tend to like get get out of it, you know, and figure that out. So I am not in that moment. I am frozen. And it's not like I'm overwhelmed with anxiety. It's just kind of like part of what 
they say in that podcast, which was completing the stress cycle. Your body, your mind has to complete the cycle before it moves on. And so here we are, we're living life, continuing on, but yet our bodies are like, um, no, 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 no. We've got to, we've got to stuff. So we're feeling depleted, essentially. So like she said, uh, Glennon said, you know, she used to do drugs, this one drug, which she did not name, was like, it gives you this overflow of serotonin. And then and it feel you feel all these things. And then all of a sudden, when you're coming off of it, you feel less and even more than less. And so that's essentially what's happening to us. I'm not saying it's serotonin. I'm just saying that we're coming down. And, and that's difficult because because life keeps happening. At least for me, that's what it is. And how did I what I loved about this, what I felt like was a spiritual moment for me listening to this podcast this morning was, I don't know why I connected it this way, but for me personally, okay, this is me, Tiffany personally, is that I've been struggling as a parent lately and partly because maybe watching my kids suffer, but this is the biggest thing that I've noticed with my own personal burnout is my lack of like wanting to up my parenting kind of like getting to the point where it's like, okay, you need to do this. You need to do that. Like being the hard ass that I can be and me just being like, I just really don't care. And there's bigger fish to fry. And that is my attitude. I'm not saying that's what is going on, but that's my attitude. And so I'm really having a hard time manning up to what I know that needs to be done, you know? And so Brian, you know, he's, he's, he's like, wow, okay, she's not, you know, I'm sure he, like, if we really were to talk about it, I think if we really were to talk about our, our ways right now, I think he would be like, okay, she just kind of fell off a little bit, but I know she's there and I know she supports me, but she's probably a little, she's not her normal tiff self, right? Because I don't give a shit. That's how I feel. And it's kind of scary when it's your kid because it's like, hello, he's your kid. And not only that, he's 17 and he needs to grow up. So yes, technically, even last week, you know, I helped him get a job. So there was that. It's like there's things getting checked off the list. But the things that I normally would think about would be like just deeper, you know, like thinking deeper. And I just can't really do that right now. It's just blah. You know, all I can do is just say, I love you. I'm here. We're going to lay down the law. Brian's going to help me do that. We're going to help Brian do that. We're just going to right through it. Okay. For now. But there is something that I tied to my parenting, which I'm going to be vulnerable for a sec. And that is, I think this year I've noticed, and maybe you've noticed through listening to the podcast is that I bring up the word suicide a lot. And it's been kind of troubling me lately. I'm just like, why do I keep thinking about suicide? Why do I keep thinking about suicide? Why do I keep thinking about suicide? Do I want to commit suicide? No, I don't want to commit suicide. But yet I'm talking about it. Why am I talking about it? Because you know why? Because kids are committing suicide. Okay. And that is the one thing out of all the things that have hurt me to the core these past few years. That is for some reason, that is the one that I cannot let go. And I legit have a problem. Okay. And let me just clarify everything I just said. So the reason, and this is what I put together, was the reason why I think I partly feel apathetic towards parenting is because I am scared to death my kid will commit suicide. 
I am fucking scared to death. And yeah, I just said that word on the, yeah, okay, I'm, I could delete that. I'm not going to delete it because I'm not going to have time to do it. I'm just whatever. But I am scared for my kid. And so what does it matter if I'm having him have to do this or that or this or that when I'm terrified of him doing suicide? Because I have heard story after story and incident after incident in these past few years where teens and and young adults have tried or have committed suicide. And I think that is absolutely the most, just the thing that in me that just rocks me to the core. And I maybe it's because I have felt so helpless in my life so many times, but for a child to feel that and not know what they're feeling or how to deal with that is terrifying to me. And it's terrifying to think that my kid could feel that. And so that is my honest uh, confession is that I am parenting out of fear. And I think the trauma of hearing about suicide all the time and that emotion that goes behind that for me is just, it just rocks me to the core. And I know there's other things, but this is where my mind is at right now. This is my body dealing with whatever that is, whatever is presented in my mind. You know, that's where my heart and mind are at. And so like, for instance, I was meeting with a friend earlier this week and we both, she knew this one kid who, um, who I had read about and she had known because her kid is best friends with this kid and he died in a, um, what is it called? Like, it's like a wave. It's, it's, a, it's a wave that's created to surf on, but it's a fake wave, kind of like what you would see. I don't know if it's a machine that does it or how it happens, but it's in the river and they can create this wave to where it's like you're surfing. Well, the kid got sucked under and got stuck, like truly, truly stuck. And, and people were trying to save him, including his dad. And the wave kept pinning him out like, like a pinball, just kind of like flying out. And he died. He was underwater for six minutes he miraculously they shocked him a million t- a lot and in the hospital he was alive for like 24 hours he was he was he was able to hold his parents hands his parents were able to say things but in the end his organs gave out and he passed away and that in and of itself is a shit story awful terrible 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 fluke accident the kid had done this a million times. The dad, I mean, it was just a regular day, you know, that kind of thing. And, but my first thought was when she was talking about a kid who died, I was thinking, oh, was it suicide? My first thought when anyone dies right now, is it suicide? Was it suicide? Was it suicide? That is what my mind goes to. And so the thing about stress and trauma that, your bo- that your body and mind can go through is the fact that you're you don't feel safe. And Glennon had mentioned on her on that podcast, which is I think what triggered me with feeling not safe about my kids, is the fact that she felt that she needed to feel secure in order to deal with the stress. So, meaning, what is it that helps us get over stress? Well, I mean, there's things that you can do, and I'm going to say the terms self-care, which I am not a huge fan of. I don't feel like it's, it, it, I don't feel like it covers all the bases. You know what I'm saying? Um, 
But I will say soul care is something different. And that's usually what I refer to as self-care is soul care because it's just deeper. It's bigger. It's it's more than our comprehension, It you know, that kind of thing. And I think you know, it's surrendering to something bigger than yourself and and I think that that is essentially what will help all of us move on from burnout or anything that we're going through, obviously. But but as far as getting rid of the stress or dealing with the stress, you know, it's kind of like the stress isn't going away. We're basically just, you know, taking what they said in the podcast was like, you're t- you, you, you know, your trash is coming in your house and you're having to get rid of the trash. But if you don't get rid of the trash, you're buried. That's kind of, you know, you want to get unburied, right? So <clears throat> making the steps to whatever that is to relieve stress, but also work through stress. I mean, yes, there's counseling, 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 which we can never get into because it's like such a pain in the butt. But counseling does help. Um, exercise helps some people. Exercise doesn't help some people. In fact, a person who I know who lost her parent last year, we went on a walk and she's like, she's like an exercise fanatic and she loves the feeling of exercise. And she said, yeah. And it was really weird. She was like offhandishly. She's like, yeah. And I don't really want to exercise because I want to feel everything. And I thought, wow, like exercise really is good or, you know, bad, you know, it's different for everybody. But she needed to not exercise in order to feel what she wanted to feel in order to move on, you know, so triggering yourself physically, however you need to mentally, however you need to, but going to get a pedicure, you know, that ain't going to cut it going to go take a nap, you know, Brian, he would see me, I was just like, you know, I just, after going through COVID and all that obvious stress, because it's like the obvious stress is me watching my kids homeschool. I mean, no one wants to be in a room when I teach homeschool. Okay. I'm a freaking you know, I'm not pretty. So Brian can obviously see the stress, but now it's like I, when I talked, when I talk to someone or, or him or, you know, whatever, I'm like, I don't, I know that I've repeated myself about a million times, but I still don't feel right. And I just look and he's not like, he's disapproving how I feel. I mean, it's not like whatever. It's that I feel like I should be over it because life so-called is pushing us to feel that way. And the reality is it's very much not. And so if you really want to get through this, you really have to face it, right? So that is the thing, not running from it. And so if that means in the stress cycle of you freezing where you're at, that's a coping thing, you know, looking at it like that, there's that. But soul care, So one thing that the podcast didn't really mention, which I said I would talk about, was the faith component into which I feel like will help get past the burnout. So from personal experience of what I've realized this past few months is like definitely layers and layers and layers of things have happened and opened up, you know, life skills keeps happening and those kind of things. And the end of the day, it's it's realizing that there is something bigger than myself and I just don't have the capacity to, uh, what is it, sort out how I feel about anything. And so it was interesting because it was like, I'm not necessarily in a place of like, like I don't, like I'm like I'm wanting to grow necessarily. It's more the opposite. It's kind of more like I'm fr- 
I'm freaking tired and not tired as in physically tired. I'm tired emotionally and I don't really have a lot of faith right now. And I'm just like sitting in it kind of thing. And it was interesting because I was talking to that friend who was telling me about the kid who died and she had said something that really stuck with me and, and I know her so well and we've been through so much. It was, could be like only her that could say it, that it totally made sense. But so this might not make sense to you. I don't know. But she was like, you know, if it wasn't like the only reason why I'm not turning from my faith right now is because I believe in God. That's it. Cause I know it's real. So if your life is so <laughs> to the point where you you're just not going to turn away because you know it's real that's okay it has to be okay because god just requires and there is no i mean it's it's just have believing in something bigger than yourself you are not god you are not the creator you are not any of those things do you not think that he knows that i'm just like why do I keep having to try to sort out something? Why do I why do I want to feel shame about something that I feel or or something that I want to do or something that comes to me that validates me in some way or opening up a certain part of me, you know, that kind of stuff. It's like does God not know that stuff about me? It's like that. It's like thank goodness. Basically she was saying thank goodness there is God because I don't because that's all that's keeping me here because I know what it would be like without God and I don't want that. So if you're choosing God because you know what it would be like without God, then that's okay. <laughs> like <laughs> I think we, cause I think we all want to be in a place of peace. We all want to be in a place where we don't need to, like we don't want to confess what, what we're hurting with or something. I don't know. Do we think we're above all that stuff? I don't know. Do I think I'm above? I don't know what is about the world that makes you think that you should have it all freaking figured out when the reality is, is you will and not have anything figured out, you know, except what's, except what's real. God is real. That kind of stuff. Like, I don't know. I mean, I guess I'm getting on a tangent really, but the point is, is burnout is not abnormal especially right now. And if you haven't ever felt burnout, chances are you probably will. And I, you know, and the emotional burnout is something else. It really is something that I don't think I've ever felt this strong about, honestly. And I know that a lot of people feel that way, whether they, where they realize it or not. With that, you know, life does keep happening and the only thing that I can see that to do is just to let it go and, and, and tell my thoughts to God and to just sit in it and be okay with the fact that bare minimum is fine. I mean, okay, let's talk about this. What are the upsides of uh, burnout? Okay, the upsides of burnout. Well, let's see here. First of all, you grow in your faith. Hopefully, I mean, yeah, that's 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 what's gonna happen in the end. You're gonna grow. Um, sometimes I think being apathetic, we care about things that don't matter. I mean, we we care less about things that don't matter, 
And then we care a little bit about the things that do matter. Maybe not the much what we want to do, but it definitely sorts out what's important and what's not. And you definitely realize what's important because if you're only going to do the bare minimum, then really you're only doing what you actually have to do. So if we were to live like that, like on the reg, then maybe we would have maybe a stresslesser life. Is that a word? I don't know, but whatever. And it's funny because, you know, the things that used to like give me like a, like an adrenaline push, like be like, okay, I'm going to go do this. And this is going to help me do this, this, and this, and this. Like, okay, if I go get this taken care of, then this will help. Or I'm going to go get my hair done or something like that. And then I'm going to be able to accomplish all these things. You know what I mean? And it wasn't even about me getting my hair done. It's about me accomplishing things. Like what the hell, right? It's like, that's stupid. But it was funny because I have spent like a lot less money. Like I just do not care about a lot of things. You know, I, I'm spending a shit ton of money on sports. I'll tell you that just, just in general, like I'm just not excited about very much. And I do love like, you know, the things I do love things. I do love like clothes and I do like these certain things. I love thrifting. You know, I get excited about that. I haven't done anything, nothing like that. But I will say this, we were staying the night somewhere and I was in these sheets and I was like, oh my God, where are these sheets from? And I looked at the tag and I was like, we're getting that. And I like literally rolled over and pushed on my phone what to get and boom, I was like, that purchase I feel completely good about because it is something that I need. I mean, maybe a little bit of want, but I knew that it would bring me joy. True joy are those sheets, okay? Just plain, white, thick, good sheets. And so that was kind of cool because I was like, I don't feel guilty at all. I don't really care. So that's the good side about burnout, I guess. We all don't want to live and burn out very much because the truth is, is I love passion and I love getting excited about things. And I know that getting excited about things does bring me joy, even if it does get confusing at times. Today, I've surrendered what I have to surrender and let it be what it is. And it will sort itself out. That is the way it has to be. But I hope this week you feel so much love and you feel peace. And hopefully maybe this episode gives you something something I don't know but it has given me something so you guys have a great week and take care goodbye